If your child is struggling, it might be easy for friends to look on and say, well, just trust God. It'll be okay. And those folks mean well. But what does it mean to trust God when you're facing a really uh, difficult circumstance with your child? I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our Focus on the Family Parenting team. And Danny, I know we've got parents who are thinking, that's me. I am really struggling with trusting God right now because my child just, you know, fill in the blank. They're making bad choices or they're, they've painted themselves into a corner and I'm losing sleep over this. How do I respond? Yeah, and that's such a hard place to be in. Uh, it's, it's super difficult. I mean, trust itself is difficult. But when you feel absolutely powerless and helpless, even more so, and it's when, when it's your child that is uh, self-destructing, that can be a place where you feel very, very powerless. Mm-hmm. And so really a parent that's in that place, I, what I've seen go well is a parent that journals and writes down all the thoughts, just takes however long and just vomits their thoughts into paper, in the, into the journal to let God know, here, here are my thoughts and I'm giving them to you. They're not going away. This is my angst. This is my concern. And they pray over that. But then having people pray with them is, is a good way to manage that. And then you have to do that hard thing, and that is to, to know that God is shaping your son or daughter, and they're on a journey of transformation. And sometimes that's pruning and shaping that can be very painful. We've heard of the anvil and other ways, other analogies mm-hmm. of how uh, life is sharpened along the way. And that's what's happening. So maybe pray for that sharpening to take place rather than the safety or the the coming back to, because God is understanding this journey. And uh, when you do have places where you can vent some of the emotions, that can be very therapeutic for the mind to know at least somebody else listened, or at least I got it on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And, and then get on your knees. That's, uh, those are places you can go. Yeah, well, that's it's good. I, I so appreciate your experience and insight. Let's uh, turn the corner now and hear from Allison Botke, who has walked uh, a very difficult journey with her own son, her adult son. Uh, on previous episodes, Allison described um, parts of an acronym that she created called SANITY uh, that's intentionally designed to help struggling parents. Here's Jim Daly talking a little bit more with Allison. Allison, uh, we got to get through the other two letters, uh, the T and the Y. T is trust your instincts. Y, yield everything to God. Um, The the trusting of your instincts, um, oftentimes that can be born out of fear. And your instincts may be right, but you have to... I think be checking with other parents. The A, <laughs> yeah, that that is, you know, have the network uh, to be able to do that. But but normally instincts are correct. I, I don't want to understate that. But I'm just thinking sometimes fear can overplay that instinct that you have. But you should always be listening to your heart. Let me put it that way. Yes, and and being able to trust that and and deal with the fact that you may go through some pain and. and you know, fear What's an example that. So of that for you? I have a really good one. There was a, a woman who contacted me who's, and, and this actually happens a lot. Parents are saying, you know, that their kids have fancy cars and they've got money and, they, and they've got all these, you know, they're taking trips. They're doing, and yet they're still living at home. This son was living at home, drove a fancy car, had a fancy motorcycle, had a lot of money and wasn't really working. She didn't see, you know, mom didn't see him really go out to work much. So she's kind of 
giving excuses to herself. How you know? How does he? How's he affording this? Turns out he was dealing drugs. Had had dug a hole, drilled a hole in the floor of his bedroom, and had a floor safe put in the house underneath the carpet. Um, he was arrested. The police came in um, to mom and dad's to house. mom and dad's house, and and searched the whole house. Found this floor safe filled with money and drugs, cocaine, a lot of cocaine. Mom is really clueless to this, but the police aren't buying that she's clueless to this. She ended up getting arrested and ended up being an accomplice. They said how and she had to clear her name. Cost her a lot of money for a turkey fees to clear her name because she wasn't an accomplice, but it's her house. She's paying the bills. He's living there right with her. How on earth could she not know he's doing something illegal huh. when he's driving this, you know, and not working? So she ignored these feelings. And she said to me, I, I just knew something was wrong. I just didn't know how to. She didn't have a support group at that time. She didn't know how to, what she was going to do. Um, and it was, a, it was tough. And you see these, I see these stories unfolding often, and it's yeah. frightening. Um, yeah, I mean, so. that's, I mean, trusting your instincts is a good rule of thumb and formulating how to approach that with your adult child, et cetera, really important. Yielding everything to God. That sounds so easy, but probably the most difficult. Well, I say giving in, you know, isn't, uh, isn't giving up. So sometimes we have to realize that we're going to go through a mess for a while. I've got this plan now. It's going to be tough, but God, you're going to help me. You're going to help me get through this and, and yield that. And, um, and, and letting go of expectations is really a critical thing. Um, and to expect that God is in control. I'm going to walk through this one day at a time and trust that, that, that the plan is going to work out. Um, but realize it's going to be painful. So that's the bottom line. And, and that being able to be painful is having your support group that you can lean on. You know, and, and it all ties together. Stopping, you know, beating ourselves up. Talk to a counselor if you need to. It's, it's so intricate in, in this um, surrender, which is what it is. It's surrendering that, okay, you know, I've made some mistakes, but I'm, it's a new day. It's a new dawn. I'm, I'm moving forward, and we'll see what happens. Danny, one of the things that Allison mentioned was talking to a counselor. And I think many of us would think, yeah, you go together as a family, but there's great um, healing opportunity if I'm struggling with my child and I'm not finding any place to really, you know, process that well. There's a great deal of opportunity if I just get a counselor, right? Oh, absolutely. The And the word, the key word that Allison has used in this is surrender. What, what am I surrendering? And in counseling, you get to do that with a counselor guiding you along the way. And what I would say that is very helpful in the in the counseling area is that, that you can rewire the brain. You can have somebody else that can confidentially enter tough places with you. But if you do enter that space with your adult son or teenage son or daughter, uh, your, your adult child, right, uh, you will get an opportunity to see a transformation if you're both in and engaged with a counselor. Okay. Some people have come and said, hey, what's the magic here with, with counseling? What, how's it going to be any different than what we're already trying to do in our home? And that's a fair question. Uh, parents have come in and said, what's, what's so different about it here? And as we enter into the tough spaces, they begin to see that there's a compassionate person that has professional training and that research has shown that there can be a transformation in a person along the way. Mm. And I can say with parents and with adult kids that I've worked with in counseling, the stories that go 
uh, along with that are exciting, where you hear a parent come back and say, hey, my adult child is doing fantastically well, and I appreciate the fact that you invested mm. in our home, even when we started off with, not, with, with no trust yeah. in the system. So make sure you step into the, the re- great resource of a Christian counselor that can pray with you, that can give you a perspective in the middle of the chaos, that can provide you guidance in conversations that will be life-giving rather than taking you backwards, and you'll begin to see benefits along the way. I want to thank you for that. I want to just have you address um, the matter of finding a Christian counselor. Mm -hmm. Why is that so vital for those of us who are uh, people of faith, and we claim to be Christ followers? Yeah, when you enter counseling, you're entering because there's certain behaviors and emotions that are the issue. But then when you travel backwards, you go into the thoughts, the belief systems, the experiences, the relationships, and to bring truth into that, it requires somebody that has a very good, solid biblical worldview. As you're going into belief system and challenging some of those and bringing a, a true north, a true perspective of what God says about certain things and about the, this person, their identity mm-hmm. and who they are and about relationships and, and values, so you go into much deeper places beyond just behaviors and emotions. Yeah. So you need somebody that is connected with Christ. Okay, so you were part of the counseling team here at Focus, caring, committed Christians, uh, talking to people throughout the day. You were, you were part of that team. So describe the benefit of our listener asking for help through Focus on the Family. So as you call in, you get to speak with a counselor that has a biblical worldview and can go into the space that you're wanting to go to as far as just whatever you're bringing up, they will take the time to listen and then give you guidance, again, from that biblical worldview, which is so, so important. And then we'll connect you with a Christian counselor in your area that has filled out a packet with us, and it's hard to get on that list. Mm. Just realize that, and it's a free call. Yeah, and donors make it possible for us to have this team of counselors here on staff uh, willing to schedule a consultation with you and, and speak with you. So as Danny said, it's a free service that Focus on the Family has provided for years and years. And if you're in a spot needing help, contact us today. It's 800, the letter A, and the word family. If you're doing well, I'll encourage you to be a monthly donor to the Ministry of Focus on the Family to help uh, keep those counselors in place and, and to make parenting resources available. Uh, make a monthly pledge of any amount, or if you're not able to do that, a one-time gift. Join the support team, and we'll say thank you by sending a copy of the book by Allison Botke. It's called Setting Boundaries with Your Adult Children. And uh, we've got all the details about our counseling team, the network of counselors across the country, and uh, resources like Allison's book in the show notes. And we'll actually come back to Allison next time and uh, conclude the conversation with her. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids in the backseat. It's tough to be a step ahead. In full honesty, I'm pretty hard on myself when that happens. But I've found Practice Makes Parent, a podcast from Focus on the Family, hosted by Dr. Danny Huerta and Rebecca St. James. It helps me be more intentional and not feel alone when things get tough. Everything they share is practical and well-practiced, and I can use it right away. Listen to Practice Makes Parent wherever you get your podcasts.